listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. What's up? It's the day we've all been waiting for. The breakthrough day. And the crowd roars. <laughs> Somebody's already sitting there with Big Mac sauce on your lip. I see you. Don't act like you don't like it. We can't see you. I, I've discerned it. Watching. I've discerned it. <laughs> no, I understand. There's there's some people that may have already launched in. But congratulations on making it twenty one days fasting and prayer. It went fast. It went fast. I can't believe it's over. And to be honest with you. <laughs> I told some I've told multiple people and I, I said it at church. This has been the easiest fast yes. I think that I've ever done. Not that I think. Has been the easiest fast I've ever done in my life. By far. Um I was talking to my dad about it and I said I think I think really the reason for that being the the strength of the corporate fast. And he said, you know, it all, it's also the season that we're in right now in the earth with what God wants to do, what he's accomplishing through the body of Christ. And um, it's just vital that God's people are pressing in more than ever before. So um, I, I was blown away, to be honest with you. Yeah, I really feel like for what God is calling us to do, like, I don't mean just like us, you as well, what God's asking of all of us in 2024 it's going to take that supernatural strength. No question. It's going to take that strength that you can, you know, leap over the walls and run through the troop type of thing that he's asking us. It's not small. You know, you're not built for small. This ministry's not built for small. And so we have to have that strength that goes beyond our natural to be successful and do what God's asking us to do and to see that breakthrough. Yeah, there's no question. You have I, to have that strength for breakthrough. And obviously, the, you know, as I, I wrote it in the book, this, you know, don't just fast one time a year and that be it for your whole year. Um, this definitely won't be my last time of fasting through the year. Um, one of the things that we did at uh, my uncle's church, if you've read the book, you know this. Um, every month we'd have prayer and fasting services that were three days and uh, we'd or- normally do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And um, uh, when you think about it, when you do three days a month of fasting and prayer, you've given God 36 days over the year. That's a tithe of your entire year in fasting and prayer. And uh, it's not a bad idea to do something like that. I mean, that's what the early church did. They they literally did two days a week and um, they you know, they didn't look at it like, oh, this is just a religious tradition. They did it out of dedication. Right. Um, you know, you can tell when something's a religious tradition, but when you're pressing in and giving God your time, uh, it's not a bad idea. You know, you hear people talk about uh, living a fasted life, and um, I laugh at, at some people's definition of what a fasted life is because you're like, you know, I don't overeat. You know me, I, you know, I eat one serving from the dinner and then I push the plate away. I never have seconds like that's their definition of what a fasted life. That's not a fasted life. You're still eating. That's You're still eating good willpower and self-control. Right. That's and self-control. You should do that anyway. So you don't, you know, <laughs> right. Become that's self-control. That's not fasting. Fasting is not eating. So as we've been doing, so a fasted life, the true definition of a fasted life is when you take times throughout your life to fast. So, like, I live a, a life of constant, uh, consistent fasting throughout my year, you know? And so, 
I believe that's what we're going to do more and more as the body of Christ is not just 21 days in January, but take a couple days here, take a couple days there in each month and just press into God's presence. Yeah, it's really important because, um, you know, we'll, we'll get caught up in seeking advice, seeking what are my next steps? You know, what do I do with my money, you know, you will go to financial advisors and of course God's given them a brain and that's their business and nothing's wrong with it. But when you're seeking outside uh, information only because, you know, you're looking for what do I do next in life? What, what am I, you know, that's where the fasting comes into play because then we can actually seek our creator, the one who made the plan for our life and be like, this is what he wants me to do. Do I move here? Do I go here? Do I take this job? Am I, you know, I'm believing for a uh, promotion, household salvations, you know, healing in my body. Just fasting provides healing in our body. Mix that corporate, get that with your, mix it in with your faith. And, and, you know, you live a healthy, strong life by living a fasted life. Yeah, I agree with that totally. And that's one of the blessings. The Bible says your health or your healing will spring, spring forth up. speedily mm-hmm. uh, as you fast and pray. So, and we've had testimonies throughout this entire time of fasting and prayer. Um, people, I mean, new job opportunities, people have properties open up to them. Uh, we've had people that have gone to a whole nother level, literally with their job, with their business, changing companies. And uh, I mean, it's just one thing after another. Has I just, been, sorry, I just had a friend who um, really did this fast wholeheartedly and for the first time. And I literally almost get texts daily from her, like mind blown, but not cause you know what I mean? Like in a good way, not like I never believe this stuff. It's just like, you I just see it in action. I've never tried this. You know, she was like, I, the books your husband have written have been an eye opener. I don't know why more churches aren't doing this, you know, and, and jumping in on this. But she just in, and it's not even done, you know, we're done now. But just in these 21 days, she just sent me a text today of all the texts kind of like put together because it's been, you know, multiple days she's been texting me. But she said, just this week, the things God has done. As I'm sitting here rehearsing, and then she listed them, my friend received healing. She went up to her friend. She's like, I felt fire in my hands, laid hands on her. Her friend got back with her completely healed. We received unexpected financial blessings. I mean, we've gotten messages. So many of those. So many financial testimonies. My tooth was healed. She was having, uh, there was like an infection. I mean, she was like in serious pain. And anyone who has had tooth aches know that like it, takes you out at the knees it's not just like oh my tooth hurts and so she was healed of that um they purchased a new new vehicle uh she said which by the way they gave us over thirty thousand under blue book value that's insane and so and there's other things that she's been believing for that i know that past the 21 days god's going to answer her prayers of course. they'll but still she, manifest she jumped on this and then she texts me the other day she goes I don't know if I'm ever going to stop fasting. Yeah. It, I'm <laughs> telling it you. it feels good. You're like ramped up. That's why I laugh when people say, oh, you know, fasting doesn't move God. It moves you. No, it moves God. It moves God. Because understand something. God is moved by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And those that come to God must not only believe that he exists, but what? That he's a rewarder. Not of everyone. A rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So faith, it takes faith to pursue God in fasting. 
If not, you'd just eat. But you believe that like the Bible teaches, something's going to happen when I fast and pray and seek God's face. He's looking for people whose hearts are loyal to him. When he finds them, he'll show himself strong and mighty on their behalf. This is God showing himself strong and mighty on people's behalf. These testimonies are our fasting and prayer moving the hand of God and his favor toward our life. There's no question. Yeah. There's no question about it. And so it's crazy for people to say fasting doesn't move God, it moves you. No, it moves God's hand. It, it provokes God's favor. Don't tell me it doesn't. It did through. Why do you think the entire Jewish race was not exterminated in Esther's day? They called a three-day dry fast, no eating or drinking anything for three days, as she got ready to stand before the king uh, for this petition, and all that wickedness was uncovered, and the whole Jewish race was saved because <laughs> Esther fast and all the people fasted and prayed for three days. Don't tell me that fasting and prayer does not provoke God's hand, does not provoke God's favor and his power. It absolutely does. The same amount of faith it takes to pray, it takes to fast and pray. And it's something Jesus expected, commanded, and did in his own life. Paul did in his own life. The apostles did in their lives. The early church did two days a week. It's something that God expects from his followers. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy for people to say, and it's said often. I'm sure you've heard it said. Yeah. Fasting doesn't move God. It moves you. Oh, no, it moves God. That's as dumb as saying prayer doesn't move God. <laughs> prayer doesn't move God. It moves you. And that's the, that's that's like what that's what reformed cessationists believe. That the only purpose of prayer is to change your heart because God already has a will that no matter what you do is going to come to pass. So all prayer does is prepare you to carry out the will he's already set in stone. Determinism. Calvinism. That, that your prayers only change your heart to mold you to God's will that he's already set in stone. But that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that prayer, James 5.16, prayer, the prayers of a righteous man or woman make much power available. Much power available. That's how it works. God uses your prayer to produce power. I like uh, E.M. Bounds' uh, quote that he's been famous for, but nobody knows it was him. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. The amount of prayer in your life produces the amount of power you can release. That's why Jesus told his disciples, and we've talked about this, and I've, I put it in the book, the reason they couldn't cast the demon out of that boy, and Jesus could, he said in Mark 9, 29, this kind of demon doesn't go out except by prayer. So there's a level of prayer and dedication that you can get to in your life because there's different levels of spiritual resistance. Right. And so the, if you want to live in victory over every level of attack that comes against your life, it doesn't come without prayer. Prayer is necessary. So that's, that's key. And that's why we've been doing this. And we're seeing, as you saw, we're seeing the results. It's absolutely happening. And in front of us, we have people that have sent in. You've sent in your prayer requests. We have them here all across the table. People different. We've kind of separated them by um, subject matter, what people are believing for. And we have um, people that are believing for uh, pregnancy. We yeah. have people that are believing for healing. Yep. Ministry doors to open financial increase, divine protection, household salvation. There's multiple areas um, that people are believing for things to happen, but we're going to pray and join our faith, uh, and we're going to take communion on this broadcast before we uh, break this 21 days of fasting and prayer and, uh, and set our faith that no matter what the enemy has thrown at you, it's coming to an end in Jesus' name, and miracles will be your story. 
Breakthroughs will be your story. Turnarounds will That's be your right. story. You know, every time I get ready to to pray, I always think of Psalm 4, and I pulled it up here, verse 3. It says, you can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. That's you. That's me. That's Pastor Dead. You know, set apart the godly for himself. That's what we want to be seen. We're set apart for him. He sees you. He sees what you're asking for, what you're believing for. And the rest of the verse says, the Lord will answer when I call to him. That's you. That's the I in there. You are the godly. You are the children of God. And he hears those prayers. Everybody else out there that's not saved, he hears the prayer of salvation. He hears that. But when they call to him, it's not heard the same way. But you are VIP. You get to pray. You get to have that power. You get to have that relationship. So when you call to the Lord, it says he always answers he set you aside for himself. And I love that. It's so powerful. So when you have that verse, knowing in your mind that, hey, I'm getting ready to step into prayer. I'm getting ready to step into, you know, this time to worship the Lord, to ask, to, to seek, to hear. You know that he answers and he's going to tell you and he's going to respond to what you're believing God for. And, you know, it says in Matthew that that we will receive. It says what? If we have faith, was, is it Matthew in, in something 21? that when we pray, that as long as we do it in faith, we will receive it. That's right. Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24, where the Bible says, um, and it's probably uh, echoed again in Matthew, these parallel gospels, when yeah. Jesus cursed the fig tree and then taught them how to pray, said, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you've received them and you shall have them. Uh, we're not in doubt. We're not in doubt. We're in faith. Double-mindedness keeps us out of having what God said is ours. Right. And so we pray, we believe by faith. Why do you think he said there um, that we believe we receive, not when we get it, when we pray? That's yeah. the key. When we pray. So we're not praying tonight and then saying, when we get this manifestation, when we get this breakthrough, we'll start praising, we'll start thanking. No, we start praising and thanking as we're praying. Yeah. Because we know that as we're praying, God's doing it. You may not see it in the natural yet, but it's already done. We believe we receive when we pray. Yes. That's key. It's absolutely key. And um, as, we're, as we've been doing this, as we've been setting ourselves aside for these kinds of breakthroughs, these kinds of turnarounds, this right here is proof that we serve a God that's different. There's no other religion like this religion. Muslims pray and Muslims fast, yeah. but out of duty. They don't expect God to answer their prayers. They don't. They pray out of duty. Yeah. My cousin asked a Muslim taxi driver one time, what's the greatest miracle you've ever seen Allah do in all your years of praying five times a day? And he said, oh, you must be a Christian. And he started turning it back on my cousin. He said, no, I'm asking you. What's, what's, he said, no, only Christians think like that. Only Christians pray expecting to receive an answer to prayer. He said, we pray because it's our duty to pray. What an eye-opener. We're not just praying because it's a religious duty. We're praying because we know there's someone who's alive, seated on a throne, that when we boldly approach the throne of grace, we'll find mercy and help in the time of need, that we know God answers our prayers. His, the Bible says his eyes are upon the righteous, 1 Peter 3, 12, and his ears are open to their prayers. God's not only seeing us, he hears us. There's never a time when the heavens are brass and your your pr prayers are bouncing back down at you and God doesn't get no. He doesn't God doesn't have a voicemail. 
God gets every call. He gets every prayer. He doesn't have to check his messages later to see what you said. Five days later, he gets your message. No. Every time you pray, he hears you. Yep. He hears you when you pray. It was Matthew 21, 22, even though you referenced it, Mark, just so people know what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. You can pray for anything, and if you have faith, you will receive it. And that's what we're here doing today and breaking this fast is we're joining our faith with you, which makes it, you know, a cord, not easily broken. We are in this together. We're praying. We're standing in faith with you to see what you're believing God for in 2024. This is a year of open heavens. It's not just, you know, a title that we came up with. It is a year that we're running with, with open heavens, because in order to do everything that God has asked of each and every one of us, we got to have that open heaven reward, open heaven blessings on us. Because like we said at the beginning, this is big stuff that God's asking us for. This supernatural strength was different this year, because as we're running into this year under open heavens, we're Mm going to need that. That's exactly right. And so I know we have um, prayer requests here in front of us, but you can put things in the comments section. I'm going to join our faith and you may fall in under one of these categories. You might be also believing for a baby supernaturally. Maybe doctors told you you'll never have a child. Maybe you're believing for healing. You can put it in the comments and we'll pray for you as we're praying. Household salvation for your family. If you're in the ministry, you're believing for open doors, financial increase. You're believing for divine protection. All of these different things. Put, put If you didn't get a chance to send it in, put it in by faith. And as we're praying for these things, you receive it right where you're at. Yeah. We're going to pray and believe God. God's going to do what he said he would do. We have a God who does what he says. I always tell people, probably one of the most important verses of Scripture in the entire Bible, if not the most important, is Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should change his word or take back his word. Has he not said it and will he not do it? Has he not spoken and will he not bring it to pass? Absolutely. If he said it, he's going to do it. If he spoke it, he will bring it to pass. There's no question about that. God is going to bring it to pass. The manifestations are coming to you in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we're going to join our faith together. We're going to pray again. Put those prayer requests up. You can put them in the comments section. We'll join our faith with you. We'll believe with you. And God's going to do amazing things. I've asked him before January even comes to an end. Let us see mighty things. I've already shown you. We've had many people already getting their miracles. And forget January not coming to an end. The fast hadn't even come to an end. And the miracles are taking place. So I want want to believe, and I I said this, if you were in service a couple of nights ago when we were in the overflow service, on the first night of overflow, I said to everybody that I'm believing that each month of this year, there will be things we're pointing to. Look what God did in January. Look what God did in February. Look what he did in March. And there's something to point to every month that God did that's supernatural in your life, and he will do it. it's not like a big deal that God, heaven does a miracle for you and it take, you know, one time. No, no, there are things God will do for you on a consistent basis to show his power, his goodness, his love, his mercy, his favor. So I, set your faith. I'd make like a monthly journal. Of course. In January, just like the text I, I received this, this uh, few days ago, 
you know, of of her listing the things that have happened during the fast. Well, that could be under January. Mm-hmm. Now, as we step into February, then you list all the things. Um, and I was just speaking to someone from our church uh, last week, and she was saying, you know, this is confirmation. You know, you're telling me to write something down. And my dad was just telling me, going, you know what? With what God is doing, you know, they just had moved down uh, to be a part of the church and just made this major faith move to come down. And she was like, my dad was just telling me, you know what? You're going to need to get a journal. You're going to need to write down everything that God is doing because it's a lot and it's fast and you need to go back and remember it. So, I mean, that is something that, you know, and then now you, you know, you were declaring at Overflow a couple nights ago, you were saying, you know, by the end of each month. So if, if we're having something like that happen at the end of each month, we need to start writing it down and say, look what God did in February. Look what God did in March. Look what God did in April. Absolutely. Yeah, you want to go because here's the thing. You can look back in that journal and as you're believing for the next miracle, you look at all the things God's done. I can thank him for those things. I can praise yeah. him for those things. He's going to bring the next thing to pass. If, if he could do that, he's going to do this. And it keeps your faith high yeah. to look at that miracle, like that testimony and say, man, God did it then and then and then and then right. and then what's to make me think he's not going to do it right. again. And that builds your faith and it sets you in a place of expectancy for or expectation for the next move of the Holy Ghost in your life. So I want to take the time. Uh Oh, my communion is spilling. Um, I want to take the time to pray for these prayer requests. <laughs> my communion was pre-opened by someone. <laughs> 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 pre-opened communion no thank you i appreciate it but we have backup <laughs> my communion's been poured out like an offering upon the table <laughs> thank you i'll get a new communion clean up on aisle three <laughs> also if you uh <laughs> also if you don't have your thank you if you don't have your communion elements ready um get some communion because we're going to take communion before this broadcast ends um, you can just leave that over there as I, you're ready. As I clean my <laughs> communion up. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Lord. As I clean my communion up. <laughs> I'll put that over here. Grab your communion elements. Just oh, get yourself boy. ready. Right before we uh, finish this, we're going to take communion together and believe God for, for breakthroughs. And I'm believing this. And you've heard me teach it before. I believe communion is not just an act of obedience, although it is, and it's not just a religious ritual or some symbolism. Because Jesus commanded it, God empowers what he commands. So I believe that just like a prayer cloth or anointing with oil or any other thing, the laying on of hands, that as we receive communion together, I believe that there is power released in that. I believe you can receive your healing just by receiving this communion meal by faith, remembering what Jesus did through his redemption. I, the reason I really believe that is because Paul said for people that didn't properly discern it, it was causing them to get sick and die early. So the opposite is true. If you don't properly discern that communion meal, it has a negative effect. But I believe if you do it properly, you receive the anointing of it, it has a positive effect on you because you're obeying Christ's command and God empowers what he commands. And so we're going to do that in just a moment, but we're going to take a minute. We're going to pray for these prayer requests. I'm going to let Carolyn start. We'll go on this side and we're believing for those that believe for babies, healing, household salvation, and uh, we'll join our faith and uh, pray. Continue to put your um, 
requests in the comments or, and join with us. Join your faith with us and let's believe God for breakthroughs. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your yes and amen. It's just so be it in our life. Thank you, Lord, that there's no lack with your word, no lack in every department. We don't have to be sick. We don't have to struggle. We don't have to have heartache. You are a God that heals. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross. Thank you for the miracle meal that we're taking to tonight, Lord, that represents your healing power. Father God, I pray for these uh, two ladies that have sent in a request for pregnancy. Lord, I command healing in their womb, their womb to open up, their tubes, the fallopian tubes to open up, Lord, to be created just the way you created their body to work. Their desire is to have children. You've made us that way. You've placed a desire in these women's hearts and lives, Lord. So, Lord, this year, I ask you that they get to hold their miracle in their hand with a little baby before this year comes to an end thank you jesus thank you lord for health in our bodies healing lord i rebuke the devourer he's not allowed to trespass on our bodies for healing power flows from the top of our head to the soles of our feet lord healing is the children's bread and as a child of god we don't beg but we thank you lord for what is rightfully ours in our covenant divine healing is our portion in the name of Jesus. So I ask, Lord, people who need healing in their bodies, their mind, their emotions, you are a God of restoration. We will not continue this year with broken hearts, Lord, with anxiety, with fear. You take all of that away from our midst far in the mighty name of Jesus. I command peace that passes all understanding to fill these men and women's lives, Lord. Their minds, they have the mind of Christ. They have peace, they have joy, they have love. They have a spirit of faith that's taking over their home, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for healing in lungs, that they breathe clearly. Every tube, every fiber is made whole in the mighty name of Jesus. Blood work that comes back clear, Veins open, Lord, eyesight to be completely restored, not just restored, Lord, but made brand new for you have every part in heaven, Lord, send it down to them, send it down to them, clear vision in the mighty name of Jesus, no more glaucoma, no more cataracts in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, arthritis, bones to be made well in the mighty name of Jesus, no more issues, no more pain that is not our story that is not our story no matter what report we've received we go by the word of god that is the truth that we stand on it's our firm foundation thank you lord for healing and toes and minds and bodies and lungs and eyes no more cancer in the mighty name of jesus lord thank you for household salvations we're calling in the lost we're calling in who we have on our list lord make put names in front of our eyes, Lord, to call in every family member, every friend, a seed has been deposited. I ask you, Lord, to put somebody in their path. Yes, Lord. Put somebody in their path, Lord, to speak to them, to show them, to soften their heart. Nobody is too far from the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, for all of these ministries that have written in, believing for open doors for their ministry. These pastors believing for open doors, more people coming to the church, making an impact on their uh, community. Evangelists, 
open doors, crusades and revivals and meetings and increase. Father, let this be a year of divine increase and open heavens and open doors for ministries that you've called. I thank you, Lord, that ministries are exploding in 2024. That increase is coming to every preacher, every pastor, every ministry. They'll see more opportunity to win souls, more souls coming into the kingdom, more financial increase, more open doors and availability to do things they've never done in the name of Jesus Christ. This is a year of expansion by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, let there be divine expansion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray for those that are believing for financial increase, financial miracles. Lord, in the name of Jesus, as they are faithful to fulfill the demands of the covenant, as they tithe, as they sow seed, I thank you harvests are coming back quickly. Harvests are coming into their hand by the power of the Holy Ghost. I declare this is a year that we will see people becoming debt-free. This is a year that we will see people building wealth in the kingdom. This is a year that we will see overflow in our finances like we've never seen in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you thanks. We give you honor. We give you praise for what you're doing in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, there's people here believing you for divine protection. Put a hedge of protection around their families and their loved ones. I pray in Jesus' name. Put a hedge of protection around their children as they go to school, as they go about their day, on their jobs. I pray in Jesus' name, no evil thing will befall them, come near their dwelling place, that by the power of the Holy Ghost, that you would do a mighty work in their family and in their life in Jesus' name. We give you praise for that. We give you glory for that in the name of Jesus Christ. And we say aloud, Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We give you praise. We give you glory. There's nobody like Jesus. And we say thank you, Lord. Now, Father, we set ourselves aside believing that as we get ready to receive this communion meal, that you would do something in and through us. Let that work of redemption. Father, even for those that are writing in the comments, believing for healing, as we receive this communion meal tonight, I pray in Jesus' name that you would do a supernatural work in our bodies. For the blood of Jesus was shed for us. The body of Christ was broken for us. And so tonight we declare that this redemption that we've received is having a practical and strong effect on our lives, our bodies, and our families in the name of Jesus Christ. And so right now, if you have your communion elements, I always do this. I say, take the bread and break that bread. I always break it first. You say, why do you break it? It represents Christ's body that was broken for us. And so right now I break that bread. Father, as you sent your son to be broken for us, to be broken. Thank you that your body was broken, Jesus. Thank you for the stripes you took upon your back. I thank you, Lord, for your blood that was shed. Thank you for taking that beating until you were unrecognizable. Thank you for being pierced in the side. Thank you for your hands and feet that were nailed. Thank you for the crown of thorns that was put upon your head. Thank you, Lord, for being broken for us. And because your body was broken, we can walk in healing. We can walk in health. We can walk in liberty because of what you did. And so, Lord, we give you thanks. We give you praise for your goodness and your mercy towards us in Jesus' name. Now we receive the body of Christ, we receive this bread and we thank you that as we do, healing virtue flows through our bodies. Strength flows through our bodies in Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. Receive that bread. In Jesus' name. Take the cup. Jesus said this represents the blood of his covenant. The blood that was shed for us. We used to be slaves to sin. We used to be slaves in bondage to wickedness. But Paul said, now that we're saved, sin shall no longer have dominion over you. Sin cannot have dominion over you. Because of the blood of Jesus, you're not who you used to be. You're who God made you to be. And so as we receive this, we're giving him thanks, praise, that our spirits have been regenerated, that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Now we are new creations in Christ Jesus, and the old life is gone, and a new life has begun. So I want you to take the cup in your hand. Father, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary, and that as that blood was shed, you paid the price you paid the penalty for our sins. Yeah. And the Bible, your word, you say you canceled the penalty of our sin by nailing it to the cross. And as this blood was shed, we now have an eternal sacrifice, the blood of Jesus that is an ever-present sacrifice in your presence, Lord. And we thank you that it paid the price. And now we are free. Thank you that we are new. We are your children. We're part of the body of Christ. We're not who we used to be. We're who you made us to be. Thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. Today we remember what Jesus did for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive the cup. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise today. Now, Father, I pray for your people. As we're getting ready to break out of this time of fasting, we're not leaving prayer, but this time of fasting and prayer. Thank you for every miracle that you've brought to pass. Thank you for every turnaround that's taken place. We know it's more to come. This is not the end. It's just the beginning. beginning. Thank you for the best year we've ever had in 2024. We thank you ahead of time. Though we're still in the first month, we thank you. It'll be the greatest year we've ever experienced by the power of the Holy Ghost. We give you honor and glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We love you so much. Oh, I felt his goodness at the end of your prayer that. Amen. Water works. <laughs> We're coming on. The Amen. The tissue came from the side. I look over and. I don't know if you already have noise. something prepared in the house. <laughs> something maybe on the stove. You may be finishing this in line at Taco Bell currently. I don't know where you're at, but enjoy yourself. The Bible doesn't just teach times of uh, fasting, but also times of feasting. <laughs> and so we have now transitioned. I mean, take it slow. Take it slow. Listen, I will say this. Please, please. Go nuts. Take care of your body. Fasting to feasting. No, don't just transition straight to feasting. (laughs) But uh, I wrote in the book how to properly get out of that fast. And and especially, hear me, if you've been doing a water-only fast, and I know there are a few people that are doing that, if you've been doing water-only, please be easy with your body as you as you come out of this fast it's best to do something that's easily digestible do not go straight to red meat do not don't even go straight to protein just have some things have a salad have some things that'll get your digestive system working again now if you've been doing juices and broths and soups and things like that and smoothies and whatever then your digestive system's probably a little bit more active than 
than those that aren't. But still take it easy. Be give it give it a couple meals before you really go in and have a steak or you know all that stuff. Just be 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 conscious of that. <laughs> be very conscious. I can't don't, tell if Tiff's face in the back don't. is I'm doing a steak or I don't care what you say. <laughs> I know. I'm going to get a triple burger. <laughs> like her eyebrows raised. They have to read into that. We love you guys. <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again. Thank you for being a part of what God's doing. Listen, we're going to give you this, what we told you at the beginning, this final opportunity. We said, believe God for these 21 days that God would put an uncommon seed in your hand during this time of fasting. So we'll put the information on the screen. And if you've not yet sown your uncommon seed as you're believing for breakthroughs in 2024, now's the time to do it. We're setting our faith with you. Financial increase. Remember, financial increase and blessing does not come through prayer. It does not come through fasting. There has to be seed in the ground. That's why even when you heard me praying for those that are believing for financial increase, I said, Lord, as they are meeting the demands of the covenant. Why did I say that? Because you can pray till you're blue in the face, fast until you're, you've gone down to skin and bones. But unless there's seed in the ground, then there's no harvest. A, far, a farmer can't just pray over his field. God, let there be a harvest in this field. You got to get out there and put seed in the ground. That's how it works in the kingdom. A harvest only answers to a seed. And as we step forward by faith, remember, these are the three things Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 6. When you pray, when you fast, when you give. They go together. It's our dedication to the kingdom. So if you've not sown your uncommon seed, do what the Lord's telling you to do. I'm telling you, God's going to bless you like you've never seen in 2024. So as you sow your seed, we say thank you. If you didn't know, in the month of January, we're sending you Brother Hagen's book, A Fresh Anointing. And after you sow your seed, you can uh, go to miracleword.com forward slash offer, and um, we will uh, send you this book. Tell us where to send it. Uh, if you're standing with us at $1,000 or more as one of those that are in the 750-person army believing for Project David, we want to send you The Secrets of the Greats Pack. Uh, all of these books from John G. Lake and Smith Wigglesworth and A. A. Allen, Oral Roberts, all these great men. It's our way of saying thank you for standing with us as we're believing for the best we've ever seen in Miracle Word. God is uh, doing unbelievable things. I mean, people look at it with their jaw open and just have to <laughs> observe the miracles God's doing. It's happening so fast, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. And you're a part of that, and we love you. Thank you. We pray for you on a weekly basis. We love you with all of our hearts. God bless you. Have a wonderful meal, whatever you're having. Have fun eating. <laughs> and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Later. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.